Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Park Report podcast interview. This is Roy. Actually, this is a pretty uh, unique episode here. Uh, recently, the Virgilio Morrison Jennings released their brand new album, the second album uh, called Sophomore, which came out on November 10th. Uh, on that day, I got to host a Facebook live stream with Neil, Nick, and Ross. It was on the Inside Out Music label page, and it's up now on YouTube. Uh, if you want to check it out, it's on the Inside Out YouTube page, and uh, probably you can find it on socials as well. Uh, but I was able to get the audio for that interview and put it out here on our podcast. So uh, some of the stuff you might um, not know what's going on because we refer to some of the artwork and pictures in the liner notes of their yearbook photos from when they were sophomores and some stuff like that, but it was a really fun chat, and uh, so I thought you might want to check it out if you're not somebody that likes to watch the stuff on YouTube or on Facebook or whatever. So uh, please enjoy my chat with Nick, Neil, and Ross on their new album, Sophomore. So we are officially live. Uh, We got Neil and Ross here, and Nick is going to join us soon. He is uh, at a clinic of some kind and trying to find a place to get some internet and... um, so we'll have him on soon, but of course we're here uh, to talk about uh, this, the new, the Virgilio Morris Jennings album, Sophomore. Yeah, I have mine up here on the Wall of Fame. There you go. <laughs> and uh, hopefully you guys got it. We'll let a few more people sort of uh, trickle in here. But we can uh, we can see comments. Uh, we can respond to comments. I can pull up some questions. Uh, okay. If, you, if uh, Nick and uh, and Ross, I'm sorry, Neil. I, Ah, the, na- the names, Neil and Ross. Um, if you look here, you'll see our buddy Jeff saying, hey. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I just pulled up the comments on the side. Yeah, okay. Hi, yeah, everybody. Hello. That. Very cool. Yes, Volunteer. it is a drum. It's a, Nick's at a convention, in fact. Okay, there you go. Drum yeah. convention. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're so, dragging him away from work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, well, listen, I always love talking with you guys. It's always fun. We do it every once in a while when there's a new album. So uh, I, what's going on on release day for you guys? What are you up to? Go ahead, Ross. <laughs> you go well, first. I tried, I tried to play the album really loud. I love doing that on release day because I don't really hear the music uh, for a long period of time between recording and mixing. And then I sort of right. put it to the side. Obviously, we do the music videos and stuff like that. But. I tend, I haven't really listened to the record for a while. And uh, so I put it on loud and celebrate release day. And uh, I got my son telling me to turn it off, turn it off. So, <laughs> so uh, it was a short lived. <laughs> I always try to do that, you know, and celebrate the music on the release day and listen with everyone else. You know, it's kind of fun thing to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll do that this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> you might get someone telling you to turn it down or turn yeah it yeah my wife's decorating for christmas right now so nice yeah she might uh you know i might have to interrupt her pericomo you know uh, <laughs> yeah you know but, what in a uh, weird way that's a little bit for me too because we get the album sometimes early also to review or if we're involved in one way or another and then 
you're reminded about it again when it comes out that you haven't actually listened to maybe the whole thing again. So I tend to do that as well. Uh, and it's fun. But I love the music that you guys do on these uh, on these two albums. Because um, it's still, it's nice. Because it's definitely has a little bit of each of you in there. It sounds like you guys. You hear kind of the little progginess kind of sneak in at po certain points. And the vocals are amazing. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, we should pull up uh, here. We can pull up the cover for p anybody that hasn't uh, hasn't seen it. There Ross, it uh, you want to talk about the artwork a little bit because you had you were involved in putting this uh, this artwork together, right? Yeah. So we had our buddy, our mutual buddy, Joel Barrios. That's right. Uh, kind of put this together, and I think the the title of the record came first. But uh, in in line with that, I had this fun sort of tongue-in-cheek idea uh, to call it sophomore, but also sort of have the secondary visual element, which was um, treating it like a school yearbook or college yearbook for sophomore year. Yeah, this is really, uh, the, uh, the artwork is really raw and the title. It was your baby baby from soup to nuts, yeah, right? From cradle yeah, to the, from the beginning to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as usual, a lot, of, a lot of titles get kicked around and... You know, we toyed with some different ideas, but this one kind of stuck with everyone in the end. Yeah, and we and we rolled with it, great. and so that yeah, super fun, man. Great, it's a great yeah. package. So the front cover has the school crest, right? Which we've sort of designed uh, as if it were the the school of De Virgilio Morrison Jennings, um, and with some icons in there that sort of have they reference certain songs in the on the record. And uh, also we've got the DMJ initials and the whole aesthetic really is to represent, um, uh, resemble a school yearbook, like an old leather bound. So uh, yeah. the, the, the fourth uh, pictures in the middle there, I saw in that video you mentioned it was sort of inspired by Ozark, the show. That's right. Which Any, uh, anyone which familiar cool, with the show that, yeah. will remember at the beginning of each episode, there's uh, four icons that sort of show up. And uh, that was Joel's idea, actually. He sort of presented that idea to me as something we could reference uh, subtly. So I guess the bottom one is Tiny Little Fires. Yes, yeah, so you've got the el four elements. You've got earth, wind, which is the singing voice there. You've got the fire okay, right. at the bottom and water, which is it's a droplet with ripples, but it also kind of looks like a, the hole of a guitar. <laughs> The yeah, no, that's and, uh, really cool. It came out, yeah, this came out so really nice. So there's musical elements. The logs on the fire are the uh, have been replaced by drumsticks. Right. And, uh, <laughs> so there's yeah, little little Easter eggs in there that kind of make the physical format a bit more engaging and interesting. Yeah, that's totally yeah. cool. You know, an interesting thing was I think when we were kicking this around, I sent pictures of my old yearbooks which looked nothing like this, like not nearly as cool. This is like yeah. what yearbooks look like in England or something. Because right. to be honest, have my... did you ever have a leather bound yearbook, <laughs> Roy? Or, or, of course you grew up I, in I, I have actually, yeah. I, one, one from high school was actually, I, I come to think you of it. You should yeah. see mine. They look like they're the cheapest things. <laughs> they're plastic. <laughs> I was, I was, remember Ross, didn't I send mine or like, because I was like, this doesn't look like a yearbook yeah, to me. It was very, it was very basic. Yeah. <laughs> no, they made yeah, them much yearbook. fancier, even even through like to today, where now they're they're full color with articles and, you know, they're crazy now. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, and and uh, this is like really classy, you know. Yeah. But mine in the seventies when I was in high school, you know, I think they were trying to be like it was like older people trying to be hip, kind of. So it would be like, you know, have some goofy font for the name of the class, and right. you know, and and they I don't know they were trying to make it zoomy or something <laughs> that whatever the idea of zoomy was in nineteen seventy six. Anyway, so that, that was just funny when we were talking about yeah. that because. Because I was like, well, wow, well, I, wish I, I wish I I had one that looked like that. <laughs> so what were what were other titles that you guys maybe were throwing around? Do you remember? Uh, I don't really remember off the top of my head, but there there was a list of a few. I wonder if it's on my phone or something. Uh, yeah, I think. Well, we were looking at some 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 of the song titles. I think "Tiny Need a Little Fires" maybe was. Yeah, I think, I think I had Hard to Be Easy as one as well. That was kind of a cool title I liked. Yeah, I kind of like that one too, yeah. Um, but, yeah, but yeah. yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Ro um, Ross, and he, he muscled his way through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he powered it. <laughs> uh, the, so I'm curious about one thing, and maybe it's just by coincidence, but in sophomore there on the on the the front cover the o looks like it's a little brighter is that on purpose uh i don't think there was any specific uh choice for that i think that's just how joel had uh had the effects going across the the shiny elements so it was a, a happy accident but i like I, the fact that it does draw your attention to more and uh with this being more of what we do and you know? well, that was kind of cool well, you know what i kind of thought that because that it's like yeah. a whole school thing it was like the, the the class ring right yeah let's go with that i like that yeah idea. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. giving you that one um yeah. well we can go ahead and look at some other uh so we got the back cover here with the tracks um actually so i'm curious about this for you guys uh how do you sequence an album like this with the three of you is it is it just a sort of well, let's just each put one of ours kind of in a row. Do you try and avoid putting like Neil, like all your songs together and all, all you know, is that sort of the idea? Yeah, it goes back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, sometimes like, I think there are, yeah, there's two Nick songs back to back here. Uh, right, Mama, Mama, I'm, not I'm not afraid. Because, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the, you know, the way the blending of the, the flow of the album and the track list goes it you know we did we kicked this around we kicked the track list i think around for quite a long time on this didn't we ross yeah uh, i know you had some resistance uh for hard to be easy to be first and i think nick and i were like no this is a killer opening track <laughs> and we were forcing our way again with that one but uh uh yeah i think we all had a different ideas about what the running order should be and yeah i agree i like to present it in a way where it's like a it's a Neil song, it's a Ross song, it's a Nick song and sort of alternate it like that. Um, and it does come out that way in the end. You've got one of each and then you've got two of Neil's, two of Nick's, two of mine and then another one of Neil's at the end to round it off. It's, yeah. uh, it's really well balanced. Yeah, you know, now, that we're, now that we're talking about it, I remember that I was the one that was really pushing for Linger at the Edge to be track two. Yes, true. I think yeah. Nick wanted it to be later and anyway, I don't know. Now that now that my mind drifts back to whenever we when were we dealing with this? Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it was May, June. How long ago was it? 
it was quite a while ago back, you know? do you ever look back at, at an album uh for any of your maybe other bands or other projects or things and is there an album where you have ever look back and go i just that order still i don't like it i wish we ordered it a, a different way or do you find that you just get used to it after a while me personally i i uh i find that we go through these motions at the time but then you end up having to compromise or you settle on something and then later down the line it's like well none of that really mattered in the end <laughs> like it's, right. it's all, you get used to it and it's just like it's all good and it's the way it's you know it's, it's right where it should be like as the song suggests like these things yeah. kind of find their place and yeah actually they're, they're the, the way they should is... be all along you know uh, when I, uh, after I'm done with records, I don't usually put them on. I might listen here or there. I'll, I'll mainly listen when I have to learn it again to play it live or something. But, uh, but I know the answer for me of that question is no. I've never had the experience of taking an album out, listening to it down, and thinking, "Oh man, we got that all wrong." <laughs> right. <laughs> It does just I mean, become what it is, what it is after, you know. Yeah, a very probably short at the time. time it seems so critical. And then it's, you know, you know what's funny? Even probably nowadays, it's even less important because people just make right. playlists and listen to tracks as they want to anymore, right? It doesn't. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know with Haken, there's a lot of fans that have very specific ideas about what the song order should be and, <laughs> to this day, and they tell us what it should have been, you know. Well, you, when, I was, when I was a kid, when I was younger, that was my, I had a passion for that. Like I would take albums and reorder them and yeah. make my own versions <laughs> yeah, all yeah. the time. It was like my favorite thing to do. Yeah. No, it should have been like this, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see if we have, uh, any, uh, a couple of questions here in the, um, well, here we go. Here's one. Let's see. First listen this morning. And once again, before our congratulations, if you ever think to do a song with three 12 string guitars and a Mellotron. Okay. That sounds like it would be. Oh, well, there's idea. an idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that sounds, sounds. Uh, well, it would, it would probably sound like supper's ready. I would think. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they all play 12 strings? There's at least 12. In the opening right. long walk. There's at least across. two, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, uh, I just saw Hackett recently, and he did that, so it's fresh in my mind, you know. Isn't it great and, watching uh, him play that live? How great was that? Yeah, and, and the band was so great, Jonas and and Matt, and everybody was so good. Yeah, oh wait, great. we have a friend. We have a friend who just showed up. Let me. How could I? How do I get him? Uh, hmm. Get him in here, Nick. Get in here. Yeah. Don't make Let us come uh, down there. I gotta remove. Okay, hold on. How do I get this out of here? It's not letting me reach him. <laughs> okay, let me see. Well, you hold can talk to me, actually. I'm the studio. There we go. There we go. Hey! Hey, wait. There I am. There NTV you are. on the bridge. What's going on, everybody? How you All doing, right, man. man. Good, to, uh, good to see you here. Thank you. Uh, Oh, let me uh, remove that for now. We'll get back there. So are you all are set? You, you're good. You're, you're, uh, you got good internet and a good spot to sit for a little bit. Well, I'm just I'm in the Westin Hotel, and I just I found an open 
like conference room. I just walked in. So we'll see what if I get kicked out. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. In come the like feds. <laughs> Where are uh, you? So we were just uh, we were just chatting a little bit about the uh, the cover. We went through the artwork here a little bit. Um, you know, I'd like to go through some of these while I have you on here. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, look oh, at yeah. these handsome fellas. Um, so, are these all actually like from your sophomore years exactly, or, or did you have trouble finding pictures? Did you have to go back into old albums? How was it finding this stuff? Yeah, mine is from my junior year. So I couldn't find my sophomore yearbook and I had to go online and Neil actually found a website where you can go find your old yearbooks and stuff. And I searched like crazy because I know I have my yearbooks from my high school years in a cardboard box somewhere. And I just, I tore everything apart and that was the best I could find. So that's actually one year later, that particular mm. picture. Close, close enough, yeah. Close enough, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, what I was don't that website? I, think I, I I had I I had uh, smoked too much pot in high school, <laughs> so I have no idea. No idea. I, Did you really I, have really like that long hair in in high school? Yeah, he had oh, that yeah, long yeah. hair when I first met him. Yeah, I had long Back hair for many day. years. Oh yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Ross, well, how about you? Yeah. Well, here in the UK, we don't really have like the sophomore year is it's not this the school system slightly different so i found the equivalent age right uh, of uh i guess college sophomore year and this in the uk that's sort of year six what we call year six uh which is the last school of prime uh, last year of primary school sorry the last year of secondary school uh, yeah. apologies and right. that's so that's my leavers photo and, and actually, in the original, my eyes are shut. The photographer told a joke to make me smile, and I laughed, closed my eyes. And the, the actual photo, I have my eyes closed. And Joel uh, actually uh, photoshopped it so I can have my eyes open <laughs> in great. the picture. Uh, so, yeah, but te technically, this is the correct uh, sophomore year photo. Yeah. That's amazing. It looks like your hair is wet. You, you, you just got out of the shower or something? <laughs> <laughs> A rainy English day, probably. I don't know. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> that's great. And uh, and let's see. Is that that's your wife down there on the bottom, right? Yeah, Ross? I invited her to do some uh, guest vocals on uh, one of the tracks that I submitted to this, uh, which is called "The uh, Weighs Me Down." And we also have uh, Nick's daughter on on the track as well. Yeah, here. Um, so we we asked if they would kindly here. send their pictures in as well. Yeah, so if anybody yeah, actually hasn't seen these, this is inside the this is inside yeah. the gatefold, but it's also inside the CD and um, these great pictures. Joel, Joel down here on the bottom looks spectacular with the mustache. classic love picture. It. Love it. That a is little, a great high school photo. A little photo. thin, whispery mustache. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love Jerry. I mean, Jerry. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Jerry actually looks like a high school teacher in this one. <laughs> yeah, he does. He totally does amazing so um yeah this is a great idea putting these photos in here it's a lot of fun i think people uh oh, for sure are, are, i'm sure enjoying this uh this stuff here today um we got a few more comments here um let's see question about the weary one well, i'm sure it's open to interpretation for each listener what was the context for the piece um yeah neil you want to take that one 
Well, I was really, uh, I was just feeling really tired. Uh, I had a day off on the NMB tour in Hamburg. And uh, the night before we went to, so we got invited to go see a Beatles cover band on the Reaper Bond. And so some of us went, I think it was just me, Bill and Randy. But anyway, uh, there was something about the Beatles songs, even though that doesn't sound Beatly at all. I was thinking about a little bit about help, you know, help. I need somebody, and I was just being really tired. And you know, sometimes when you're on your on the road, and you just have a little time to experience how weary you are. And it just just came to me. The only other element I can think of about it is that one of the first songs I ever learned to play on guitar was a song called "The Worried Man Blues," and "The Worried Man Blues" says, "I'm worried now." But I won't be worried long, you know. Something about like I might be weary now, but if you help me, right. maybe I won't be weary long, you know. Uh, and that was a that was about it, just you know, and trying to have the lyrics yeah. match the mood of the music that I was playing. Um, actually, we have the video here, so let me go ahead and uh, hide current comment. I love this because it, it's real, like. This is us actually singing in the room together for the first time. All right, this is and, the weary uh, one, take two. No overdubs, Can you hear man. it? Great. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, we can play a little bit of this. Anybody that hasn't seen this, this came out today. And this was the first time you guys sang together live? It was this weekend, right? When you did this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just got off the back of a long tour with Haken <laughs> and flew over from Chicago and we had one morning basically to get a load of bunch of stuff done. It's a rainy day on the inside. Yeah, here we are. That's <laughs> a great, I mean, the performance is awesome. I feel used and broken like I just can't hide. I think we did two takes, so we're both smile good. Like yeah, it didn't take very long. We, yeah, we, we knocked it out yeah. quick. I think we ran through everything I am as well, but not not with my performance. No, yeah, we didn't remind ourselves. Yes, I'm weary today, and I've been this way for far too long. Awesome. Nice whistling. <laughs> yeah, I love the whistle, man. Was that These guys, maybe both, both like, you know, I can't whistle at all. Both of them can whistle like perfectly. Down by like, you guys are double tracked live at the end. <laughs> Yeah, you're cool. both whistling like absolutely. Were you? Was that a, a bit nerve-wracking, Ross? Because like the song is going so well, and now you got to whistle, and if you mess it up, like you got to start the song over. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. He's a professional. He's a just got to go with these things. <laughs> well, the whole thing was like it was really kind of an experiment. Like, right? Yeah. Well, let's set the mics up and let's try this. If it's no good, we won't, we won't use it. We don't have any time. There wasn't really right. enough time to, get, to be nervous about anything. No, no. Just get on with it. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Yes, I'm weary today, but I hope that I won't be for long. That's cool. It came out awesome. Yes, I'm weary today, and I'm in this way for far too long. I'll go ahead and pause it here. You guys can check that out on uh, YouTube. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll get that back out of here. So, uh, Nick, um, talk about some yeah. of your songs on the on the album there. Uh, Mama, in particular, I think is a fun one that everybody seems to be enjoying. And um, I think we shared a little snippet of it on one of your videos. Uh, talk about that song a little bit. Um, well, the inspiration was sort of off the back of the first record, um, Secondhand Sons, Neil's Rock. I wanted to write something that had a little rock, a rock vibe for us because that song on the first record works so well. I'm sorry if it's really echoing here. I don't know if my voice is echoey or not, but. No, it sounds um, okay. Okay, good. Um, and so I wanted to, I purposely tried to find something that was a little bit high, high energy, but still had the vocal thing in there. And I kind of came up with that guitar riff and then I just got inspired about writing a song to, to pay tribute to moms. <laughs> it's like, okay. My mom, you know, I'm a big mama's boy. My mom was so great to me. And, you know, moms are like the protector of the families in such, a, especially if you have a good relationship with your mom. And I know these guys in the band definitely did. So that's what it was about. I just got inspired by my mom and thinking about how moms are just always got your back, no matter what stupid thing you do. Um, your moms will always be there for you. And um, that's what the song is based on. And so the first verse is when you're looking at your mother when you're like a child five, six, seven years old, and your mom walks into the room, you were there with your friends, and she's bigger than life. Second verse is when you're like a teenager trying to get away with stuff. You think you're fooling her, but she really knows. She can see through all that stuff. You can't fool mom, no matter how hard you try. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third verse, the bridge is how much you, the love is shared between you. Then the third verse is, as an, you're both adults, mom's maybe an old lady now, but even in her old age, she still will protect you She's got your back no matter what you do. So it never ends. The love never stops from beginning to end. So that's uh, that's my tribute to moms out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good. It almost makes it sound uh, opposite of how the song comes off because it's such a rocker, you know? Um, yeah. But, well, uh, it was like it was supposed cool. to be sort of like tongue in cheek. You know, don't mess with don't mess with her son. Right. You know? Yeah. You go one step too far, and you're gonna, you know, you're gonna you catch the rage of mom, that kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, and it was, and it was a really fun way to have each of us sing lead lines, and then the three parts come in, and it was just kind of with these two guys in the band. It's like, there's really no no ceiling on what you can do creatively with the voices and the instrumentation. So you can kind of take it so many ways, and these guys are so talented. It's uh, it just makes it fun to try and experiment with stuff. And, this one happened to stick, you know. I remember putting a, a very high octave layer on <laughs> one of the parts as well. Uh, At the end, the, oh yeah. I don't know what note that was. You know. It's like, yeah, yeah. that was fun. screaming. <laughs> I had so much fun. I got, he said, Nick said, hey, take a guitar solo on here. I'm like, what should I do? I don't know. What about talk box? Oh yeah. I had so much fun doing that talk box. So I think I doubled it to you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's really fun. If we ever do it live, it's so hard to use a talk box live, but man, that'd be cool. That fits really well with that song. Um 
We actually have a question here about live. Any live plans? Cruise to the Edge, maybe a possibility. Um, now you got two albums worth. You certainly have enough to do a show. What are, what are the <coughs> options? Are you guys talking about it at all? Any idea of any plans? I think it just comes down to well, yeah. I mean, I've, I'm I've been saying it for a while that I, we should do this for sure, and I think the guys would agree with me. It just comes down to scheduling. Um, I think now and when we can actually do it and find the time and make it a priority because Ross is very busy with Haken. Neil's always got a million things going on. Uh, I'm going to be pretty busy next year too with Mr. Big and Big Big Train. So we just got to find the time. And uh, I, I think it could be a really enjoyable night of music for sure. So I, hopefully this does happen in the future. Yeah. Everything Nick does is very, very big these days. I just want to point that out. Yeah, it's a lots of big stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, big, big, and big. <laughs> right. Mr. Mr. Big, Big Train. There That's you. a really odd coincidence, isn't it? It is. It's it totally is really funny. Right. I hadn't thought about it literally Why, until you said it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So um, I guess, I mean, I, I would imagine you guys enjoyed working on this stuff and people seem to like it. You know, you think you would do a, maybe a third record down the line if, if uh, timing uh, timing worked out? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, yeah, keep it going. First, first two records have been done remotely. Uh, my ideal scenario would be to come over to the States and actually record in the room with these guys. And yeah, that'd be awesome. Actually give, give it a different feel and flavor maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll see yeah. how things turn out. But yeah, I think we all, we'd all like to keep this going. Yeah, yeah. that would be... You could kind of mix really it, awesome. you know, do the, do the acoustic thing, but but combine it with Prague to so do like a 23-minute acoustic song. <laughs> yeah, a record, with just, a record with just two songs. <laughs> one side A and side B. That's it. <laughs> that's the thing there's, there's no real preconceived idea here is there like <laughs> we kind of have an idea of the kind of album we want it to be but there, there really weren't any rules it was just we we've that's wrote the songs so we good, felt would fit and uh that's yeah. and that's that yeah yeah um what uh i'm just curious what stuff maybe you guys are listening to musically you guys uh do you guys get a chance to, i know ross you like to listen to a lot of different stuff but, um, you know, Neil and Nick, do you guys, between albums, between while you're working downtime, are you listening to any any new things or, or old records? Or what are you sort of into these days? Well, I spend so much time uh, working on music that, you know, I don't know, when I was traveling on that RV trip, I listened to weird stuff. I try to listen to stuff that fits the mood of wherever I am to me. So like if I'm driving through Wyoming or something, I'll listen to like, uh, I don't know, let's see, like Marty, Marty Robbins radio or something. You know, the, the El Paso guy. I don't know. I, there's a lot of stuff that I like that would probably surprise people. I think one yeah. of the greatest songs of the last, for a while for me, is actually, actually uh, is a song called by Casey Musgraves called Oh What a World. That I just I just love that. It's such a great feel-good song. There's so much space in the track. Check it out. Oh, what a world. Starts off with this vocorder thing. Oh, what a world. Don't wanna leave. I, I just I I love that. It's not that new. It's from one of her older records, but yeah. No, she's really talented. I keep going, yeah. I keep going back to it like when I'm somewhere and I wanna just like drive around and feel good. Like I go to some stuff like that. Yeah. I think Nick's having uh some kind of well, I was just searching issues. for some stuff while we were while you guys were 
talking about that. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, uh, yeah, just we were talking about what music maybe you guys are listening to in your downtime and stuff. Just curious about it. Uh, I'm all over the map all the time. Um, it could be there's some new fusion music by this band called Sungazer, which is just completely out out of this world, difficult. But it reminds me of like old Mahavishnu on crack. It's crazy, yeah. but it's fun. It's definitely fun, and you can. It's amazing what the human being can do with instruments these days. They there's certain people that have just taken musicianship to a whole other world. I yeah. thought group players were amazing back in the 70s and 80s and 90s and stuff, but there's some there's something in the in the water these days with some of these players that just have taken drumming and guitar, what all of them to just totally new heights. It's really yeah. crazy, but it's inspiring to listen to, you know? Um, and then I got, I got really into, um, I was never, a, I didn't listen to that much John Prine in my life. And then over the last maybe six months, I've been getting into his music heavily, like all the really deep cuts and what a lyricist that guy was. And uh, just some tons of classic songwriting. So it's a good training exercise for me to hear these these icons who songwriters and how they do things. Uh, getting back into some Joni Mitchell and stuff like that from from the Wayback Machine. It's kind of fun to hear that stuff, and it helps me in, in projects like this too. Yeah, the new Stephen Wilson record's interesting to hear. He's pushing that pretty heavily now, so I've been listening to that a little bit to see if see if that's going to sink in. That kind of thing. Ross, what about you? What do you listen to? Similarly, I'm all over the place, and I, I like to try and keep on the pulse with new releases, stuff that my peers are doing in uh, in the world of prog metal and prog and rock. Um, so yeah, I do try and consume quite a bit, um, but then I tend to go down rabbit holes and sort of like I, I think I saw a, an in, a Rick Beto interview with Pat Metheny, and I started checking out all his old stuff, uh, which I'd kind of wasn't on my radar actually uh, yeah. for a long time and rediscovered that and uh, I do a lot of driving so lots of different playlists come on and stuff so yeah there's um there's quite a lot of cool new releases that are out including the Stephen Wilson stuff you got the new Tesseract and uh, uh so much earlier this year there's been a whole <laughs> bunch it's 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 overwhelming actually how much it is it really is there's coming so out. Many I don't know how and, I don't know how you guys like who are rev reviewing it's tough. Do it. It's it's really <laughs> silly. Like we get we get sent dozens of albums almost daily, and yeah. and it's you want to yeah. try and give as many as you can enough some time, but some you know, it's and then you got the ones that, that you're your own personal favorites that you want to find time to just listen to because you just want to listen to it, you know, yeah. for no other reason, which um, <laughs> sometimes there's no time for that. Right. So it's it's uh, yeah. <laughs> on a stream <laughs> so uh yeah it's crazy but uh anyway let's see if there's any more uh last few comments here from anybody uh um yeah let's see yeah the one uh logan here talks about animals as leaders that's another band that is pretty amazing they're great yeah yeah doing uh, somebody, what they do sun gazer somebody gave them a props mm. that's the band you were mentioning right yeah yeah so um, I guess we'll just wrap up here, uh, just reminding everybody to uh, get the uh, sophomore album, which is out now. You can stream it, you can buy it wherever you get your music. Um, Neil, is it also on Waterfall? Yes. You can check it out there. And uh, yeah, this album's great. We love uh, anything you guys do is always fun. And I uh, hope to see you guys around. What's the next thing you all have come going? So 
Neil, you got uh, Dream Joseph Part Two is uh, coming out soon. When is that coming out? Uh, the, it uh, it's on. You can get uh, uh, it's on pre-order right now. That's what I want to say. Right. And then uh, the release date is the first date of uh, Morse Fest London, which is January 12th. And uh, so that's really the next thing for me professionally. The biggest thing in my life is that uh, Will's about to have another baby. I'm about to have another. Wow. There you go. Nice. Grand grandchild. <laughs> awesome. That's Congratulations. That's Congrats. That's amazing. thing going on here. Yeah. And Ross, uh, Haken's coming over to the U.S. soon. Yes, we're preparing for our evening with tour. Oh yeah, uh, across across the United States. Oh, when you yeah, come out, it's going to be amazing. Which ends with the cruise to the edge dates, which is really cool. Oh, okay, right, yeah. Uh, I'm writing new solo stuff. New Novena material is being worked on as well. So, keeping busy. Yeah, <laughs> and Nick, of course, you got uh, Mr. Big uh, touring uh, beginning of the year. I think you're coming down yeah. to Florida, so I have to come check your show out. Oh yeah. Well, so I have a, another grandbaby coming November 29th. So I have my second <laughs> granddaughter, Julia, coming on November 29th. Awesome. All right. Uh, November. Uh, <laughs> God, what's the date? I forget the date. It's coming up pretty soon. Uh, Spock's Beard, Phil Euphoria. Being uh, the 24th, the November, November 24th. November 24th, right? So right Thanksgiving time. So that's a cool thing. And then, yeah, uh, starting mid-January, it's Mr. Big Touring and then Big Big Train Touring in the middle of that with Cruise to the Edge. So I'll see all these guys on the cruise with Big Big Train and then lots of Mr. Big past that and then more Big Big Train. And so it's going to be a big, big year. All the big stuff. <laughs> you guys are all super busy and uh, keeping us all entertained. All right, I'll let you guys go on off and enjoy the rest of your weekends. And uh, thanks for always letting me chat. I love it. It's always fun. And uh, hey, don't forget to check out the new album, Sophomore. It's out now. All right, everybody. Yeah. We'll see you. Thanks for Thank you, guys. Good to see y'all. All right. Good to see you, man. See you later. Don't forget the new album from the Virgilio Morrison Jennings, Sophomore, is out now. So please check it out. For all your news, reviews, interviews, and more, check us out at parkreport.com. Follow us on all our socials, wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And we'll see you again soon. Bye.